0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
1: Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, as we always try to declutter your brain and your heart and your soul from. Everything going at you from the rage to the reason and everything in between. Uh, sometimes we have to step back and look at that from a physical context as well. Clutter is a killer. And I actually think uh, physical clutter can also fragment your thinking and fragment your mind. And here we are. Summer break is over. Kids are back to school. Uh, parents are exhaling, I think, here and there. And it's a, it's a great time to look at getting rid of some of that clutter uh, that is happening in your home. And we're really pleased to have joining us today. Uh, Ashley Stewart, who is a professional organizer. She's the founder of Rethink Clutter, which I think that is the key. you got to rethink this whole thing. And she joins us on the line. Uh, Ashley, thanks for jumping on.
2: Hey, thank you so much. I'm excited to have this conversation.
1: Uh, This is an important one uh, because I I really do. I think the physical clutter just fragments our minds and and even emotionally, I think. uh, So let's talk about that first. What is the negative impact of how should we rethink what clutter does to us, not just in having a, a messy house or a messy desk?
2: Oh, absolutely. So there is, there are major emotional consequences, uh, mental consequences from being over cluttered. Uh, first of all, you can't find anything, so your time is out the window. Yeah. you spend money. You know, I know that I have this somewhere, but I can't find it, so I'm going to go buy it again. So we spend too much money. We are less than purposeful, which just allows us to be pulled into. Every sale, you know, so-and-so said this was the best thing. I don't necessarily need it, but because I'm worried about what they're going to say, I'm going to go buy it. Mm. So we actually have, there are five main emotional reasons that I have discovered why we hold on to clutter. And they can both be the cause and effect of having too much stuff. So there's overwhelm, nostalgia, guilt, shame, and fear and those five things really tie into what we keep and what stops us from letting go.
1: Well, you got all the and, you got all the things going there. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Overwhelm <laughs> nostalgia it, it, you got you got them all in there. Uh so so let's start talking about how do we how do we start moving some of those things out of the way? And again, I, I love that you've broken them and connected them all to those emotional triggers so to speak uh, because it doesn't yeah, actually yeah. prevent us from starting that whole process.
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. If you can figure out the emotional side of things, a lot of a lot of professional organizers we we focus on changing behavior in our physical space without changing emotional behavior. But the problem with only doing the physical side is that it's not gonna be lasting. It's only when we attack the the emotional reasons for clutter is when we're gonna see the permanent changes. So um, Facebook Reels is my preferred platform to share in kind of a humorous way. Each of those emotions have a character in my Facebook Reels. And so if you follow me on Facebook Reels, you can follow me at Ashley Davis Stewart. Um, and I share what those emotions sound like, how it affects clutter, and how we get ourselves out of it. How we change those emotional behaviors, so that we can, in fact, change our physical surroundings and our, our physical behaviors as well.
1: Yeah, I, I want to come back to something you said that just sent light bulbs flashing because I think there are so many who, you know, have. Let's say it's just a, a messy home office, and mm-hmm. so so then you take a Saturday morning. And you start going through and you put things into piles and you kind of do the physical, the, the behavior side, uh, of getting it to be clean for a moment. But without addressing those principles and those emotions, you're going to end yeah. up with a desk that's probably even worse, uh, by the time you get to the next <laughs> <Yeah>. Saturday. <laughs>
2: We talk about yo-yo dieting when in fact yeah. I mean, there's, there's a yo-yo behavior in everything that we do if we only address the physical side of it. If we, but we have to address the emotional side of it in order to actually change behavior and not have that yo-yoing effect. That said, though, because clutter can be both cause and effect yes. for these emotions, we can kind of kill two birds with one stone by getting our physical space under control. It can directly influence our emotional and mental capacity and therefore start that, you know, instead of yo-yoing, we're actually starting that snowball effect of getting everything better all the way around. So we can start physically, but we just have to remember that it, it has to be tied up emotionally as well.
1: Yeah. So we have a long weekend. We have a Labor Day weekend. That's usually when some people say, you know what? On Monday morning, I I don't have to go to the office, so I'm going to declutter the kitchen or the, you know, the back closet or the bedroom. Uh, where should we start that process if we're going to do a little uh, decluttering over the weekend?
2: Start where you need it the most.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like um, that.
2: And don't start small really do start small. We think, okay, I have this entire weekend, but then we forget that other things have to happen. Real life has to happen. We have to be able to cook. We have to be able to sleep. We have to be able to take care of our kids and our pets and our other, you know, social priorities. Um, So start small, give yourself either, either one task to complete or set yourself a timer. You know, it doesn't matter which works best for you as long as you're doing something. And then stop. Even if you feel like you can do more, stop. Go get a snack. Go celebrate that you just did something worth celebrating. And then if you have time again later, go tackle another task or set the timer for another 30 minutes. But go start where you need it the most. Um, And start by simply walking into a room and saying, what's the purpose of this room? Mm. You know, if, if there are five different purposes to a room, like a kitchen, well, we need to cook, but we also play games at the kitchen table. We do homework at the kitchen table. We do arts and crafts at the kitchen table. Those are a lot of things going on in the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, the, the dumping grounds ends up in the kitchen. You know, The, the mail comes in. Um, walk in and say, what's the purpose of this room? Pull everything out that does not fit the purpose of the room and put in everything that fits the purpose of the room, even if you don't have a space for those yet, because what that does is it gives us visual cues of saying, Oh, that means everything that's in this room is here on purpose. Now I can start implementing organizational structure Mm -hmm. to meet the needs of everything that I've got in this room. So there's purpose. There's no willy nilly. There's no guessing game it's you see everything together. And the, the funny part about that is, is once you pull in everything that you need in the space, sometimes it's really funny to realize how many of one thing that we've got. Oh, my gosh, I didn't realize I had 25 scissors around the house. Maybe I can get rid of some yeah. of them. And it really makes decluttering a whole lot easier.
1: Yeah, uh, That's so important. That focus always precedes success. And I love just framing that very intentionally. This is, this is the purpose here. I also love just starting with those small things. I always say 1%, 15 minutes, 14.4 yeah. uh, nice. minutes, if you want to be precise. <laughs> uh, and, just, <laughs> and just do something uh, can make such, uh, such a difference. Before I let you go, Ashley, uh, just remind us once again where people can get some of those great tips. I think this is so important because, again, it's not just physical space. It's emotional space. It's mental space. And yeah. it's amazing how that exhausts us uh, in so yeah. many ways.
2: It really does. So yeah, if, if you um, want more information or a little coaching training, or if you want me to bring the team in and get stuff done for you, you can find me at rethinkclutter.com. Or if you just want to hear what I have to say and dig into that emotional side of decluttering, uh, find me on Facebook in my Reels. It's Ashley Davis Stewart on Facebook.
1: All right, uh, Ashley Stewart, professional organizer, founder of Rethink Clutter. It is something we should rethink every day. got to be very clear, focus, precede success, and don't get exhausted by all the stuff. Ashley, thanks so much for joining us today.
2: Thanks, Boyd. Appreciate it.
1: All right, we'll step aside for one last commercial break. It is the beginning of college football. We're going to end with a lesson from the University of Utah football, 1934. Don't miss it. We'll be right back. I'm Dave Cawley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains.